The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill. Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. I consistently talk about the importance of grass-fed and pastured meats. People become very polarized when talking about meat, but part of that is because they only discuss conventional factory farmed meats. Heck, I don't want a plate full of antibiotics, hormones, and potential bacterial infection from animals that have suffered. I'd choose not to eat meat products if that was all that was available too, but that's not the only choice. There's amazing grass-fed, pasture-raised, well-loved animals being bred to feed us as part of the cycle of life. And I've said it before, you must know your meat source. I realized, though, that I hadn't dedicated a show to the topic of grass-fed meats, what makes them different and healthier, and why it's so important to our health. So I called on one of the premier authorities of grass-fed meats, U.S. Wellness Meats. This amazing company has been providing grass-fed meats throughout the United States since the year 2000. And you know me, since I was asking for an interview... I went a step further and asked for a giveaway for you, my listeners. So I'm honored to announce this month's sponsor is U.S. Wellness Meats, which is giving a $75 gift certificate to a lucky winner so you can try the best meat you'll ever eat. Visit my website, therightnutritionplan.com, click the giveaway link on the right-hand side, and enter to win a $75 gift certificate from U.S. Wellness Meats, which you will definitely want once you learn all about the benefits on today's show. U.S. Wellness Meats has a simple but very meaningful mission. Do what's good for our animals, good for our planet, and good for you. Joining us today is the founder of U.S. Wellness Meats, John Wood. Thank you so much for joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well. Hi, Kelly. Honored to be on your program and uh, always uh, excited to run into people like yourself who are spreading the news on good, healthy nutrition, and uh, we are what we eat, so we need some instruction every now and then, and you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know it's, it's today's been difficult and a hassle for you, and so I, I really appreciate that uh, you're taking this time because uh, we haven't, like I said, we haven't really talked about why I keep telling people to eat grass-fed, pastured animal products. So um, let's start with a little bit of your background. Now, you were raised farming, correct? That's correct. I'm uh, I'm, a, I'm a fifth-generation farmer from northeast Missouri, and uh, my ancestors were good tenants of the land and good managers and a lot of interesting uh, family members down to the generations. And I came along and graduated from, I guess, Iowa State University in 1975 and got involved in a family business. Uh, we were doing conventional agriculture. Uh, and, and in all fairness, you know, 98% of these uh, livestock 
producers today raising commodity products are doing the best they know how to do. They're trying to care for those animals. But I became, um, I guess I stumbled into Alan Savory, who wrote a book called Holistic Resource Management in the oh, early 1990s, 1992 or three. And it's a really intriguing uh, glimpse into the history of the planet and how it's evolved over time. And Mr. Savory was a fascinating character who graduated from West Point in, 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 in Britain back in the you know, 19, uh, late 1940s, early 50s. And he was charged with stopping desertification in uh, in Rhodesia, which now is Zimbabwe, and so the rest of the story you'll have to you'll have to you'll have to buy the book and read it. But it kind of got me out of my uh, out of my conventional thinking. And um, one of the things that the planet is really lacking right now is grasslands. And what's really intriguing, if you can think of Africa and go back, we'll just say 100,000 years ago, Africa was a sea of grass from the Cape Horn all the way to the Mediterranean. There, there were no deserts. And the reason that that ecosystem was so unique was because it was populated with large herds of grazing animals and also a large predator base, which the predators made the animals graze in a dense area, move every day, and, and it was a perfect... Uh, perfect mechanism and the and the good lord created the planet and uh, and this thing worked really well for you know a million plus years and then man came along and we upset the upset the balance of the, the carbon cycle it's a long story but to make a short story i guess i started playing around with grass-fed beef in 1997 and uh, actually harvested the first animal uh, i'm from the show me state of missouri and three of us sat around a barbecue grill one night and we compared a piece of prime uh, really prime plus uh, steaks to the grass-fed steaks we just harvested off of one animal and we cut both sets of steaks with a plastic uh, knife and fork which we couldn't believe the grass-fed was that tender and we all three said without question it had a better flavor and it was it was against everything i've been trained to do for the previous 25 years i was absolutely speechless because i told the local butcher at the country locker i didn't think it'd be fit for steaks he said well the grade's low choice and i didn't think you could make an animal grade choice just on grass alone so long story short we had to be from the show me state we had to do this two or three times and we did it in 1998 again in 1999 and this time with about six animals and then we got a little smarter in 1999 and we actually had iowa state university and the university of illinois the only two labs i could find biochem labs I could actually even look for CLA, uh, which is conjugated linoleic acid, one of the very unique photolipids produced from grazing animals, whether it be lamb or bison or, or, or beef. Uh, and that's one of the real things we'll talk about here later. But So I made the, uh, made the faithful decision to give up my career in the family farm, and I had a piece of property that I owned myself at that point and jumped out of the airplane at 30,000 feet to see if we could figure out how to raise and sell grass-fed beef. And we were so far ahead of the wave. I mean, the last three or four years, the paleo movement and the CrossFit movement, and and there's a lot of people starting to figure out that there's a better way to, to buy beef. And so, you know, we've had a much easier time of it the last four or five years than the first six or seven years. Well, we're certainly glad to hear that. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing the health benefits of grass-fed meats with the help of John Wood, founder of U.S. Wellness Meats. Find more information at grasslandbeef.com. U.S. Wellness Meats is also providing a $75 gift certificate to a lucky listener this month. Enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Use the quick 
giveaway quick link on the right-hand side. While you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for free weekly nutrition tips. All of that's at therightnutritionplan.com. Remember, you can hear the show as well as past episodes anytime, anywhere by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. So what is unique about the way you're raising animals versus what were, you know, the conventionally raised farming that you started with? We can keep this really simple and the... uh the unique mechanism and in, in the, in the lamb and the bison and the beef is that they actually are they have a four chambered set of stomachs and we humans and you know have a have a have a simple stomach. The first chamber of the of the bovine or the lamb or the bison is a fermentation vat, and you think a fermentation vat for wine or or cheeses or anything that's going to ferment. And the fermentation is all driven off of pH. Uh, the, the pH seven is what's in a grazing animal. Uh, that's what the pH, if you took a litmus paper, you'd see a pH of around 7. If you take an animal that's on a full feed of corn, which what I used to do for 25 years, you put a tremendous amount of starch in that oven, so to speak, and you drop the pH down to 4.5 or 5, very acidic. We might say the grazing animal is sweet beef and the uh, and the grain-fed animal is sour beef, just based on this pH difference. Sweet and sour is a simple way to think about it. And changing the fermentation families of bacteria those that work at pH 4.5 versus pH 7, you, you produce an entirely different suite of fatty acids. And that's why the omega-6-3 ratio in, in commodity beef is about 18 to 1. Uh, fish and chicken are 3 or 4 to 1, and grass-fed beef is 2 to 1. I mean, we've had a lot of tests, 2 to 1, 1 to 1, 3 to 1. So you have a much higher level of omega-3s, which are anti-inflammatory, and I call omega-3s fats that heal. And the omega sixes are very inflammatory, and I call those fats that kill. So, uh, and our ancestors, if you look back at 1900, you know, guess what? We ate pretty much all we consumed on the planet was grass-fed beef. At 1900, we had uh, less than two percent of the population had diabetes. Uh, we had uh, heart disease wasn't even discussed in medical school. So, like 1923, when the Mayo Clinic started talking about it, and uh, cancer was just not a, was not a major major thing that we worried. About and you know to turn the century back in 1900. So uh, we've we've made some poor choices in the way we prepare food and in, in, in the last hundred years, and it's uh, it's cost us dearly. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, so now this the way you're raising these animals creates definitely a healthier animal for the animal itself, as well as creating healthier us as the consumers, correct? These animals move into fresh pasture every 24 to 48 hours. So, you know, they're going into ice cream and cookies, you know, every, every day to every, every two days, new environment, new landscape. Um, it, it's good for the farm family because we're controlling erosion. You know, we're catching water. We're storing uh, carbon. You know, grasslands, getting back to Alan Savory, he gave a TED Talk. If you want to Google Alan Savory TED Talks, he talks about the critical importance of grasslands on the planet. As the planet warms up, if we had more grasslands in the western U.S. and, and parts of Africa, we could absorb a lot more carbon and bring the carbon out of the atmosphere and into the soil. So there's a huge symbolism between animals and plants and the entire carbon cycle, and, and grazing animals are one of the neatest things on the planet as far as trying to maintain that chain. 
it's amazing to me that you can use these sustainable farming practices and not only create healthier land, healthier animals, but a healthier product, and yet people still aren't doing this. You know, I used to say from 2000 to, you know, 2005, maybe one or one and a half percent of the public had any idea what this was. But I think now in today's society, you know, I think 10% of the consumers could probably, if you gave a pop quiz, if you went through an airport, you know, just a cross-section of America, I think 10% of the people would have an idea what you're talking about. And I'd say half of those people are going to take some action, and it's a paradigm shift. And, you know, it's a 20-year paradigms or 20-year events, and this thing really started, you know, I think technically you might say it started in 2002 or three. Um, we first got some press from the New York Times and the, and the celebrated Marianne Burroughs about uh, November 2003. She wrote about grass-fed beef, and she's a great food critic and great food writer. And I think the public, uh, you know, in the next, I think we have another another 10 years of learning, you know, that's got to take place. And, and I eventually think, you know, most folks will know what it is, and, and uh, you know, and, and and a half of those people will care enough to, to think that's the right thing to do, and, and I think a third of those will actually... Uh, actually change their buying habits so but it's a slow process and it's um but it's, it's it's really it applies to everybody. I mean, we have senior citizens that are trying to you know leave the golden years, uh, live the golden years of you know, they recognize the omega threes. We've got female figure fitness competitors, the super gymnast athletes that do all those incredible exercises, and uh, they're after lean muscle and, and, and endurance, and, and they figured this out. We've got professional baseball players. We're shipping uh, we're shipping actually grass fed beef into several clubhouses and. The, um, and, and, and you know, from from you know, from coast to coast, there are several baseball players that we that we work with, and they go straight to the clubhouse or being prepared separately for several of these star athletes, and they recognize the difference. So, and anybody with an autoimmune disease, they're looking for cleaner proteins, and you got soccer moms trying to do better for their children, and so it's just an osmosis thing, and it's reached critical mass. I'm fully convinced it's reached critical mass. Well, it sounds like uh, the two of us have some job uh, security for at least a few more years. Uh, we've been discussing the importance of and health benefits of eating grass-fed pastured meats with John Wood from U.S. Wellness Meats. You can get more information at grasslandmeats.com. On their website, you can learn more about the farmers themselves, the health benefits, learn your cuts of meats and how to cook them, find easy-to-follow recipes, and read answers to many of your questions. All this information is at grasslandbeef.com. Enter to win a $75 gift certificate from U.S. Wellness Meats on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at The Right Plan or email me at eatwelltolivewell at The Right Plan. Don't forget that you can catch this show at your convenience by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also try membership for just a dollar and receive nutrition coaching through weekly cooking videos, recipes, articles, forums, as well as Q&A support, or just sign up to receive some free weekly nutrition tips. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about the health benefits of grass-fed meats. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? 
It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health. Using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. This new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. Better than an apple a day, an online membership to the right plan. With an on-the-go lifestyle, it can be hard to make our nutrition a priority. Kelly Hill was there. That's why the Right Plan Nutrition online membership was formed. Over the years, Kelly's worked on solutions that can make health and nutrition decisions easier, saving time and money. Find hundreds of fun, fast, exciting, healthy recipes for the family that everyone will love. A new recipe with video tutorial each month so you fully understand how to make what are sure to become your family's favorite foods. Great research on biased articles on nutrition, encouragement through the success stories of others, weekly support emails to help you continue reaching your goals, and so much more. Membership has its benefits. And with the Right Play Nutrition Online membership, the benefit is more time to spend with a healthier you and healthier family. Become a member today at therightnutritionplan.com slash membership. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and right plan. RightNutritionPlan.com. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we've been talking about the health benefits and importance of eating grass-fed meats with John Wood, founder of U.S. Wellness Meats. You can find all their information at grasslandbeef.com. Follow them on Facebook or Twitter at U.S. Wellness Meats. Now, you've been raising grass-fed meats from start to finish, uh, beginning, you said, in 1997. And the health benefits of grass-fed meats make it really the only acceptable meat, in my opinion. Uh, so let, could you explain some of these remarkable benefits? Let's start with that fatty acid profile that you, you mentioned in passing. Let's go back to that. What's the difference here? Well, the the difference most people recognize immediately is is commodity beef has got an omega six to three ratio of about eighteen to one. Fish and chicken have a ratio of three to one, and grass fed beef is somewhere two to one on the, on the average. So you have 
you have a much higher level of omega-3s and much lower level of omega-6s, which from the standpoint of health, when you get around professional athletes, uh, weightlifters, strong men, you know, it's not how much stronger they are after after six weeks. It's my knees are better, my hips are better, my elbows are better. So the, the omega-3s are like a natural lubricant and omega-6s are like a natural inflammatory. You have to have some omega-6s for brain function, but we just get far too many in the American diet. The second critical piece is a, is, uh, is CLA or conjugated linoleic acid discovered in 1985 by Dr. Mike Pariza, who was a researcher at the University of Wisconsin. He was a grad student and he was looking into health uh, issues associated with charcoal broiling beef over a barbecue grill. That was a concern back in the 19s, late 70s, early 80s. What he discovered was something in the beef was was killing tumors. They were trying to trying to demonstrate that you could get cancer from beef, and they discovered a compound unknown to man at that time. It's a double-bonded uh, carbon molecule called conjugated linoleic acid. It was a major discovery. It, um, you know, after they discovered something was messing with the tumors they were trying to grow, and then it's been another year and a half to discover this. Mother Nature makes it as well as anybody on the planet. You'll get it in grass-fed beef, grass-fed lamb, grass-fed bison, grass-fed dairy, butter, cheese. The unique thing about it is um, it does four things. Uh, it's probably one of the better uh, anti-carcinogens you're going to consume orally. It has a propensity uh, to to slow down you know early stage cancer cells. It fights diabetes. Um, it puts on lean muscle and takes off fat, and that's why the female figure fitness models love it. And there was a study at Iowa State in the winter of 1999-2000 where they fed hydrogenated safflower oil to pigs, and that's a synthetic yeah. form of CLA. It's not economically feasible economically feasible to do, but the pigs on the CLA diet had 25% less back fat and 10% larger loin eyes. So this is a huge discovery, and um, which led, you know, that just proves a lot of credence to it. And then the last thing, CLA is a polyunsaturated fatty acid, so it's good for the circulatory system. So it's, it's, it's a winner in four different levels. There's also a French breast cancer study back in about 2001 or 2002 and they canceled it. It was like a three-year study and after a year they canceled it because they felt sorry for the control group. They were seeing a difference. Uh, and so, and, and personally, you know, I'm 61 years of age. I'm in better health now than I was when I was 45. That's all I've eaten for the last for the last uh, 16 years is grass-fed beef. I have more energy and more vitality than anybody my age should actually have. So, you know, it's just... Um, you, you are what you eat, and I think we just need to. I think the paleo community and the Weston A. Price community have figured a lot of this out. Um, you get around, the, you, you go to a national Weston A. Price conference, and in and and, and the subset of that population, you know, they're, they're just healthy, vibrant folks, and, they, and they've, they've given up a lot of starches and a lot of gluten and a lot of flours, and, uh, uh, and the paleo community is uh, the same way. We go to the national paleo gathering several times a year, and, and, and you see that, and these, you know, you just see a subset of the American population that's really fit and really healthy. So, in a, in a nutshell, there's a lot of good things to to, you know, to be considered when you're consuming grass-fed dairy, grass-fed bison, lamb, and and uh, beef.
If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing the important health benefits of grass-fed meats with John Wood, founder of U.S. Wellness Meats. Visit the website at grasslandbeef.com for more information, including a great page that will teach you all about your cuts of meat and the recommended cooking methods, monthly featured chefs with amazing recipes, and testimonials from doctors, athletes, and scientists alike. You can also connect with them on Facebook or Twitter at U.S. Wellness Meats. If you missed any part of the show, download the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. And of course, don't forget to enter this month's free giveaway from U.S. Wellness Meats, a $75 gift certificate. Enter at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway link on the right-hand side. Now, grass meats are an exceptional source of vitamins A and D, which are not usually found in conventional meats uh, at, at these levels either. Can you explain what's that difference? Well, basically, that comes from consuming green plants. Um, beta beta carotenes is the foundation for for vitamin A, and when you uh, indulge in uh, in uh, you know in the green plants uh, for a much longer period of time, you're going to absorb. Uh, you know, you're going to create more vitamin A. It's all part of that part of that meat profile. It's a very expensive test to to get the exact levels. We've done the nutrition testing, and we just never got deep enough into that uh, into that chemistry profile to pull those numbers up, uh, you know, but it's just common sense. I mean, in animals out here eating grass versus uh, tremendous amounts of starch, you're going to see more of that. And, uh, you know, that's just a part of the profile of, of uh, red meat. And that's, you know, if you really, you know, in the perfect diet, you would probably consume salmon one day a week. The salmon's just over the top as far as omega-3s. I mean, it's just simply over the top, but there's no beta-carotene. There's no uh, branched-chain amino acids, uh, you know, there's you know salmon is really specific to the omega threes and grass fed beef is really a unique product. I mean, it's if you looked at you know in our human ancestral chain, uh, we go back about 1.6 million years. We only have modern agriculture it only started 10,000 years ago. That's when uh, in Europe they actually started raising grain for the first time. So if you use a metaphor as the football field, you know we've. We were high fat, high protein. It was our mainstay um, for one point, you know, four point eight million years, and then in the last little slice of time, ten thousand years, we introduced grain into the diet, and then in the last hundred years, we really messed this thing up and just overloaded ourselves with carbohydrates and and a lot of processed foods with all sorts of ingredients. And, and I'm one of those people that read an ingredient label every time I pick something up. So I, I just find it amazing. For example, the beef jerky that we sell, we have a plain beef jerky. The only ingredient on that label is Celtic sea salt. And you go to the local grocery store and pick up a conventional package of beef jerky, and there's probably 20 different ingredients listed there. It's just insane how we how we torture you know a really clean product and we add all this garbage to it. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, I, I I just actually did that not that long ago with beef jerky, and and I was appalled at what was on the grocery market shelves there. But I don't want to forget about the saturated fat because there we, we're getting this ingrained piece from our uh, our medical society that uh, you know we should fear saturated fats, especially with beef. Now that is not true when it's grass-fed, correct? That is correct. I mean, you have to know your fats. And, you know, I'm 
I witnessed what took place in the 1970s. I was a young, impressionable age, and I remember the clarion call. We turned the food pyramid upside down. And I know that if you put up a couple of bar graphs and go from 1970 to, to, let's say, year 2010, and you demonstrate the increase, you know, if you if you, on the on on the left side chart, you're going to have a, a graph showing the decrease in fat consumption by U.S. consumers. On the other chart, you're going to show the alarming increase in dementia and, and and Alzheimer's. And I think so many people starve themselves for for fats, especially good fats out of these grazing animals, grass-fed butters, grass-fed beefs. And we have an epidemic, you know, of of, um, of mental issues, and it's, uh, I had a uh, one client who was a PhD in California, this was back in 2002 or three, and she traveled around to health food stores and gave lectures about n- nutrition, similar to what, what she did, and she said, I can pick out the uh, vegans out of the audience, you know, they're nervous, they're, 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 they're high-strung, and she was a really sharp gal, she'd been around for a long time, but we had quite a discussion one day on the phone about, you know, about the importance of really good healthy fats, and and um, it, it is critical. If you look back at our ancestors, you know they, you know they just ate a lot more fats. And my my grandfather passed away in 1986 on my father's side. He was uh, 100 years. He just lacked a couple of weeks of being 100 years. And he was a minister, historian, college graduate. And he wrote a diary. And one of the fascinating things, and he wrote it in about 1970. He wrote about what it was like to be a boy at 14 years of age. And he wrote, and he grew up in rural. Missouri, and he wrote the food. He wrote about the food that they ate, and he wrote about the. Um, uh, he wrote about uh, you know during the calendar year, and the one thing is on the table every meal was uh, was uh, sourdough bread and lard, and they ate a tremendous amount of lard. He had nine brothers and one sister, and so fat was on the staples. And the and the family photograph taken when they were in their teens and early. All of the men were were lean and low from about six one to six three, and I mean they were just a picture of health. And and, and if you eat the right fat, it's really really good for you. It's so true. I keep saying it and repeating it. We are what we eat. So the quality of our foods is one of the most important areas of concern when you're trying to get healthy or maintain health. It's one of the reasons I've recommended U.S. Wellness Meats in both of my books, The Right Plan Two-Week Fat Loss Program and Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body. Thankfully, John Wood and U.S. Wellness Meats can deliver grass-fed meats right to your door. No more excuses allowed. We'll continue getting more great information from John after the break. Learn more at grasslandbeef.com. You can enter to win a $75 gift certificate from U.S. Wellness Meats by entering this month's exciting giveaway. Sign up to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just look for the quick link to giveaways on the right-hand side. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product, like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, 
but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose in the right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat to reserve your seat today. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today. TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. That's TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. We continue our discussion about the health benefits of grass-fed meats with John Wood, founder of U.S. Wellness Meats. Find more information at grasslandbeef.com or connect with them on Facebook or Twitter at U.S. Wellness Meats. Now, we talk about your meats being all natural, and I repeatedly tell people that they have to look further than just that term, as that can mean many different things, not all of which are healthy. We're back to reading those ingredients labels like you're talking about. So what does all natural mean at U.S. Wellness Meats? Well, the the term all natural, or you kind of have to be careful, and this also applies to or, organic as well, you can go to the grocery store and you can buy organic beef, you can buy natural beef, and keep in mind that that's a commodity product and it's been fed, you know, a high level of starch or corn for the last 140 days of their lives. So even though it's natural, basically natural says no hormones and, and no antibiotics. But the more critical question is, is what was that animal raised on? You know, it, it, it was if it's been fed grain for the last 140 days, you're going to have a, you're going to have the omega-6 issue again. You're going to be short on omega-3s and hardly any CLA. So uh, that's why you, you know, like I say, 
know your feed, know your know your farmer. You just got to ask some questions because, um, and however now, there is starting to be a fair amount of grass-fed beef showing up at local grocery stores. I mean, those are certain stores are starting to carry the product out in California. The Panorama Beef folks are putting quite a bit of product into some grocery store chains up and down the West Coast. There's a, a large player in Wisconsin now. I see this product in some areas and parts of the uh, the mid uh, the parts of the Midwest. So it's becoming more available at the grocery store. Uh, but what we've tried to do, we tried to source really high quality lamb, really high quality bison. It's all got a great story behind it, and you can come to one place and buy you know pork and lamb and beef and chicken and rabbits and and ducks. And we're actually doing some meat stuff. We're doing uh, beef gelatin now, duck gelatin, chicken gelatin, and uh, uh, beef broth and bone marrow stock. And so we're doing a lot of specialty things, which I think are really critical from a health standpoint. And and so I want to, you kind of mentioned this in passing, and I, I want to make sure people understand. So you're still sourcing your meats, um, not only from the original four families that farmers that started this, but from from small family farms. I mean, these are these are people that are, are living and breathing their land, correct? That is correct. And one of the things that we take a lot of pride in is that uh, I guess we were strictly a grass-fed beef company up until December 2003, and then we we got into the hands of a pretty good marketing consultant that tried to help us a little bit because we didn't know a lot about trying to market. And he said, you need flankers. I'm thinking of football players, which <laughs> he was saying marketing flankers. And so we went out and sourced, I thought, at that time was the best source of free-range chicken in the United States. I was a young farmer in South Carolina, and he was, at that time, he was president of the uh, the Organic Association in South Carolina, a great guy, and we're still buying chickens from him. And he's a small producer there, and uh, we actually have three different uh, folks supplying chickens to us now, but every one of those is a unique individual. We've got a group of wounded warriors in Arkansas we just started working with here in the last uh, three or four months, and they're uh, you know they're doing uh, some neat things to heal themselves from you know mental and physical wounds in combat. So I'm kind of proud to be working with them. And and we've got land producers in Northeast Missouri. And these are all small families, and uh, we try to leave a pretty much a static price. And for a long time, we were well above the local market. And so you know we we, we everybody we work with is you know I call them a good friend and and a good compatriot. And uh, and uh, you know they really understand the value. You know why we're doing this and so uh um you know and and the and the solid truth is there's just so little of this beef being produced i mean it's a there's a shortage of it uh and if you go to our website you're going to discover we bring a little bit of product in from the island of tasmania which i think is a utopia in the entire world a little island off the coast of australia where they have a year-round climate to produce grass and i've got friends over there and and uh that probably is the best grass-fed beef on the planet just because there's no winter there's no disruption in that grass supply. So um, and we didn't do that because we really wanted to. We did it because we kind of had to because we were going to be out of stock on a number of cuts just because the animal doesn't produce an even cadence. That's what the consumer is going to buy. it. So we try to note that on the website, you know, what you're buying there. But they, they, they actually, I think, do a better job of processing the product. And, uh, you know, it's just a unique story. I, that's, uh, that's one of the most exciting places on the planet I've ever been from the standpoint of food. They're, they're probably the best-fed populace on the planet today, uh, the island of Tasmania. I will put that on my uh, list of places to go visit then. 
Um, it, that, that's uh, amazing. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're, we're discussing the importance of our optimal health by eating grass-fed, pasture-raised meats with John Wood from U.S. Wellness Meats. Find out more at grasslandbeef.com or on Facebook or Twitter at U.S. Wellness Meat. Remember, you can hear this show or past episodes anywhere. That means you can listen while you're at the gym, driving around, before bed, anytime by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also enter to be the lucky winner of a $75 gift certificate from U.S. Wellness Meats. Enter at the right rightnutritionplan.com by clicking the giveaway link on the right-hand side. So you mentioned this, the you know, obviously if the animals are eating grass, most of the U.S. does not have grass year-round. So what about during the wintertime? How are the animals grass-fed then? That's a good question, and uh, there's two or three things that we do. We actually, uh, in fact, uh, today I'm traveling back from the Gulf Coast uh, in southern Alabama. We actually have a winter production area where we produce beef uh, down in the deep south because they do have a year-round supply of grass. But for the animals up in the Midwest, we actually harvest hay in May or June, uh, some dry hay like has been harvested for centuries. We also make some hay, and we call it baleage. We actually harvest it, and we let it wilt. Uh, maybe to 50% moisture, and then we wrap it up and put it into a plastic vacuum bag. So in other words, that's open up in the winter time. It still has um, it still has some of the same properties as a green plant, and that's uh, that, that's not a new technology that's been around in the Upper Midwest for about the last oh, 10 or 12 or 15 years. And then we actually harvest some some grass silage, uh, which is a fermented product, um, which is um, cattle really, really readily enjoy, and they will get some of those same benefits um, as the as the what I call the vacuum hay project. Uh, that's kind of expensive to do, so we kind of give them a little bit of all three. But uh, you know, and then if you're really clever at stockpiling forages, there are, actually are some forages that you can. Actually actually let them grow up from, say, September through Thanksgiving, and then you actually give them a small strip of that on a daily basis. Uh, if you can imagine uh, the the office or the home or the room that your listeners are sitting in, if it was broken up into 30 different squares, you would give the animals access to one square per day. And as long as the snow's not an issue, we get some money. We, we try to do that. That's really the one of the most economical things to do. And there are some standing forages that maintain a lot of their good properties, even though they're frozen. So there's a, there's two or three or four ways to do it. Uh, obviously, if you've got animals on the Gulf Coast or the island of Tasmania, it's just a moot point. But there's a lot of this being done in the upper Midwest. And it's kind of a – we actually have an organization called the Grass-Fed Exchange, grassfedexchange.com. And we've actually – this will be the fifth year we've hosted a, a summer conference, and it's going to be held in Columbia, Missouri this year, the July um, – 3031 and August 1st, and we bring producers from last year. We had 37 states. We had four prairie provinces of Canada, and we had Australia and Mexico uh, were in attendance. And these are all like-minded people trying to produce grass-fed, uh, you know, beef and dairy and lamb and and bison, and we exchange ideas. And so we have another organization that's founded uh, on trying to be better tenants of producing these products. Wow. We're so fortunate to have you working on all these projects at the same time. Now, U.S. Wellness Meats isn't certified organic. Why is that? 
That's also a good question. Back in 2005, I had approached, that's an interesting story. In January of 2005, the Missouri legislature took some money out of the budget. They used to be a state certifier for organic, and there was a lot of certified organic apple producers, raspberry producers, dairy producers, beef producers, honey producers, and they gave up $100,000 out of the budget or whatever it was and turned it over to a private certifier, uh, some individual in St. Louis, and I finally discovered who it was. And made contact with them because the farm I have would have qualified. It had been out of crop production for a number of years, for probably uh, five or six years. And I asked a nice lady, I said, you know, this all seems logical, but how do you, how do we maintain certification? She said, not a problem. I come by once a year and we will take 3% of your previous year's gross sales as the payment. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. Thomas Jefferson would roll in his grave if he saw that sort of form of extortion. And I just, I just completely, it just turned me off. And, and in the last uh, eight years, um, the Missouri certified organic producers are about 45% of what they were in the spring of 2005. People just not going to play the game. And, and the um, certifiers took advantage of a situation, I think. And, and then in the interim, you've got large multinational corporations that have actually gotten into the organic thing, and they have enough legal power that the organic standards today are not the same as they were five years ago. They keep whittling away, allowing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And uh, I think you're better off to go buy food from a farmer's market, from known individuals that are doing things. If they're certified organic, fine. You just got to ask questions. You know, what are you using for fertilizer, and, and, and how are you raising the food? So, and and Joel Salatins, who is probably the prairie populist or the Johnny Appleseed of the grass-fed movement in uh, Virginia, and Joel has coined the expression "grass-fed is beyond organic," and the fact that 99% of all the organic beef sold in the United States is grain-fed. I mean, that's just a known fact. 99 or 98% of it has been fed been fed organic corn. Well, the issue is you have the same amount of omega-6s in the organic beef as you do in the commodity beef. And yeah. granted, there's no hormones, there's no antibiotics. And, and if you talk to the medical doctor, the omega-6 is probably the, the most serious health risk uh, compared to the other two problems. Absolutely. We have to take a short break. We've been talking with John Wood, of founder of U.S. Wellness Meats. You can find more information at grasslandbeef.com or connect with him on Facebook or Twitter at U.S. Wellness Meats. Catch this entire show as well as past episodes by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com or try a membership at therightnutritionplan.com for just $1 and you'll receive nutrition coaching through weekly cooking videos, recipes, articles, forums, as well as Q&A support or just sign up to receive free weekly nutrition tips. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about grass-fed meats. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. 
you'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today, therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today we've been talking about finding optimal health by eating grass-fed, pasture-raised meats and why it's so important. Thanks to the help of John Wood from U.S. Wellness Meats, who's offering a listener the chance to try these amazing products for free with a $75 gift certificate. Enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click the giveaway link on the right-hand side. Next week, we're going to hear from Dr. Jessica Black, author of The Anti-Inflammation Diet, about which foods to add and which foods to remove from your diet plan in order to reduce inflammation. And I know she's going to talk about those same omega-3s and omega-6s that you can find uh, in your grass-fed meats. Additionally, we'll be adding some great anti-inflammation videos and recipes to the uh, right plan website. So it'll be another great week here on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. And luckily, grass-fed meats are anti-inflammatory, as we've heard today. You can give them a try yourself by entering to win the $75 gift certificate, thanks to John Wood of U.S. Wellness Meats. Now, I, I could probably spend every minute picking on grain-fed meats and, and the misinformation that we're getting about beef and all this stuff. But I, I I want to touch on another piece that I think is very, very important, and that's how you harvest the animals. Because the way you do it versus factory farming or conventional farms, uh, th- there's a big difference there. Can you explain this difference? We're using a facility in a large day that will harvest 150 animals. <laughs> and the commodity, uh, you know, these large uh, plants operated in the U.S., there's probably six or eight of them, and they'll do four or 5,000 animals a day. And, you know, to a degree, they do a pretty good job. I'm not going to pick on them. I'm just saying that a, that a smaller facility, family-owned business, takes a little more a little more personal initiative in the process. And the real proof in the pudding is that if these animals are under an adrenaline rush right before the point of death, you will get uh, you will get a, a, a you will get a situation called bloodshot. That's where the capillaries explode. It's just like you know, like a, an animal that is trying to run away in fear. 
here, and and we've used this present facility uh, in Omaha, Nebraska now for about ten years, and I've yet to see one case of that. So you know, I have a good peace of mind if those animals uh, die suddenly and swiftly without any stress, and that's um, we used a processor in 2001 and two where we saw a little bit of that, and that's why we made the change. So um, you know, if you want that animal to die as peacefully as possible and suddenly and quickly because it does affect the beef. Uh, if you if, if they're stressed right at the point of harvest, you're going to have um, you're going to have damage from the standpoint of the texture and, and taste because that's a stress you don't want to have those animals to participate in. So again, we're right back to healthy for the the animal, healthy for us as the consumer. Um, now you, I, I want one of the things that we always do here is we want to make sure that we leave people on a positive, happy note. So if people are going to make just one change today, what would you recommend they do? And if they take a personal initiative and, and, and just take a look and put their what the family consumes during the course of a week and ask yourself, how many of these things can I buy locally and support local agriculture uh, no matter what state you're in? And then if you can't find it locally, uh, we're sure glad to help you out. And I think you need to you need to listen to your primal urges because we all came from a high-fat, high-protein background. And if you're, you know, the Weston A. Price Organization is a great uh, westonaprice.org and they've got a great resource for information. The paleo community is, is super savvy in social media. Just Google up, uh, you know, paleo foods, paleo diets. There's a ton of information out there. And just and, and, and I think you need to make it fun. I mean, food and cooking is fun. I mean, we encourage people to put a pot roast in the, in the, in the, in the crock pot at, at 7.30 in the morning. You come home at 4.30 in the afternoon and the house has got a beautiful uh, aroma of, uh, of a fresh cooked uh, chuck roast, and there's just nothing better than that. I mean, food should be a fun experience. It's so true, and now I'm kind of hungry. That um, <laughs> that was I want that uh, chuck roast. That's uh, fabulous stuff. Well, I so appreciate your your time, energy, and and what you're doing, not only for the land but the animals, and for those of us that that purchase from you. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time and effort in this uh, in this process of educating U.S. consumers. Today we've talked about the importance of eating grass-fed, pasture-raised meats for your health, thanks to the founder of U.S. Wellness Meats, John Wood. I've pretty much only eaten grass-fed meats for many years, and I'm fortunate enough to live in an area where grass-fed meats are very easily available. But not everyone lives in a rural community, an area where farmers are raising grass-fed pastured animals, which is why I've recommended purchasing these amazing products from U.S. Wellness Meats as part of both of my books, The Right Plan, Two-Week Fat Loss Program, and Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body, 28 Days to Better Health Using Nutrient-Dense Whole Foods. You will feel amazing once you've tried grass-fed meats and... U.S. Wellness Meats makes it easy by delivering it right to you. Check out grasslandbeef.com to learn more about the farmers themselves, the health benefits, learn your cuts of meat and how to cook them, find easy-to-follow recipes and, and answers to all the other questions you may have. And don't forget, a listener will get a chance to win the 
25 or the $75 gift certificate. Enter at the rightnutritionplan.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, John, and helping us to better understand the importance of consuming grass-fed meats and following your mission of doing what's good for the animals, the planet, and ourselves. Remember, you can receive nutrition tips for free each week by signing up at therightnutritionplan.com. Again, I want to thank John Wood from U.S. Wellness Meats for being here today and for offering the free $75 gift certificate this month to my listeners. Sign up to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just look for the quick links to giveaways on the right-hand side. Be sure uh, to visit U.S. Wellness Meats website, grasslandbeef.com, or their Facebook page at U.S. Wellness Meats, or follow along on Twitter at U.S. Wellness Meats. Lots of great information found in each of those places. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, download the free MP3 at iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Next week, we'll hear from Dr. Jessica Black about improving our health using anti-inflammation diet because when you eat well, you live well. So join me every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live well to eat well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.